Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything within it. And there's a lot. I'm Biz Paul here in the UK. I'm joined, I think, in Alabama by the wonderful lady that is Felicia Jones. Yes, we are in Birmingham, or as you all say, Birmingham, 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 Birmingham. Oh. You just kind of mumble through the letters, right? Birmingham. <laughs> yeah. Um, my uh, husband, Dustin, he he thinks that you English people are just purposely changing the way words are said just for fun. Oh, it's quite possible. Yeah, you know, with your schedules and al- aluminium. <laughs> yeah. And I couldn't, I was trying to tell him that you guys say squirrel differently, but I couldn't say it, so. Oh, yeah, squirrel, mirror. Squirrel? Squirrel, mirror. Oh, wow. Mirror. Try mirror. Mirror, mirror, mirror. 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 (laughs) That was almost English then, mirror. Mira, we, we we still have to do our, our episode on how to speak English. Yes. Yeah, okay. we have to do that. But what's going on in your world? Because it's been like very dramatic here in the last few days here in the RV park. Okay, well, um, the, the, the thing that's going on here at the moment is COVID. I mean, it's not Ooh. gone anywhere. In fact, it's having a quite of the resurgence this side of the Atlantic. Oh. Isn't that nice? Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, mainland Europe is really, really struggling at the moment. There's a lot of the virus about. Austria's gone into a full national lockdown. Um, Various countries in Europe are reimposing restrictions. We thought it had gone away. We thought we weren't going to be restricted. And uh, various countries are starting to bring in those restrictions. Now, what's happening then is violence. Lots of protests, lots of fireworks, violence. But interestingly, it's happening, you know, overseas, not on these shores. And it's really interesting to see how people are reacting to that because... Now, overseas, wait a minute. Overseas, you mean overseas from the UK? Well, uh, yes, from from <laughs> the UK. Yes, that's that's okay. what I mean. I don't want to say because I I don't agree with people saying in Europe because we are part of Europe. But yes. some people say in Europe, meaning the the continent, uh, the mainland um, of of Europe. Yeah, and sometimes they mean that to kind of put distance between Britain and the EU, and it, it's not that straightforward. So. Um, you know, an island is, is suffering a little bit and that has a land border with the UK. So, you know, it's just it's just a catch all thing. But what's interesting yeah. is that here in the UK, there has been a lot of virus about for a long time now. So since the restrictions ended in July, there's been consistent consistently a lot of virus. So the thinking is that we had a really good uptake of the vaccine. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of virus about, so there's probably a lot of natural immunity. Okay. So even I'm starting to think that maybe we might not have it as bad or we might not be subject to the same restrictions as mainland Europe are because it's been a shit show for a longer time anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so then silver, silver linings and all that kind of stuff. That's what I think we're hoping for. I think the government is probably just crossing their fingers that people can have a Christmas um, so that there's, you know, there's not a riot 
in this country. But I will say this, and then I'll let you speak. The um, I've noticed. I mean, in terms of how people are behaving, it <laughs> really is as though this is it. Now we've got to live with it, and we might catch it, and we'll just accept it. The the fear is gone. Well, I, I think that's kind of happening here uh, because I will say they did a good job of marketing like a death sentence with um, COVID. And, and unfortunately, some people did have a death sentence, but, you know, so many people have so many different reactions to it. Um, I, I think here we're kind of having the same issue, but we seem to do things in waves. You know, a few months ago, it was the Southeast that was kind of having a hard time. Now it's actually going out West. Um, in the state of Colorado, uh, they've actually, you know, put in kind of, kind of some rules on how to uh, levy care to people, like who gets to go to the hospital and who doesn't. Uh, so that's that's not great. Mm. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're starting to see it there. Um, but I I just assumed with the vaccine because it wasn't a cure all that the more we started getting out and you know touching and licking each other. I, I would assume it makes sense that the numbers would go up. It's just that fewer people would go to the hospital. That's yeah. what I that's what I assume. Well, it seems to be that vaccines and check this out for breaking news. It seems that vaccines prevent you from dying. Yeah. From what from from what we have heard is that it will prevent you from dying or going to the hospital. Now, um, the people who are unvaccinated they are kind of loading up the hospitals here, which is unfortunate. Uh, we're starting to hear more and more people, you know, dying because they've chosen not to be vaccinated. Um, uh, someone I know actually who has been vaccinated had COVID twice. They are just discovering that uh, she may have had um, a pre-existing uh, pre non-diagnosed autoimmune disease. And now it is causing, having the vaccine is wreaking all kinds of havoc throughout her body. She's she's walking with a walker these days. So mm. and it's kind of hard to, you know, uh, unfortunately, when people like that post on Facebook, everybody, you know, doesn't they don't read all of the paragraphs. They read that one sentence, you know, got vaccinated, got sick. We're not going to do it. So it's been interesting watching the threads on that. But, yeah, this this COVID thing is not really going away. And um, I, I guess I assume people are just kind of. Okay, we're over it. We'll just deal with it if it happens. That's I think what I so. Assume. I think so. Here, I mean, I've got at the moment. So, two um, relatives have just so so a couple, the in-laws. They they've just got over it, so they finished. And the and some more mm -hmm. are currently. They went on holiday uh, to the Canary Islands, and they came back, and they've now got it. But mm. one of them is really quite poorly with it. And I said, well, how is this person? Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah, they're okay. Yeah, they're coughing a lot, can't sleep. But it's it's like people aren't going, oh, I'm really worried. So whether they just trust the science, which you know, I hope I hope they do, and obviously we hope that they recover quickly. But even people who are getting sick with it are kind of go, well, you know, it's I'm going to get it. So well. I think the fear is gone. I hope so. Maybe for I, well, that's for vaccinated people. I think there is still some fear amongst the unvaccinated, um, but you still have a lot of people who don't want to be vaccinated. So mm. I, I think we're just at that point. Now you choose what you want to choose and you deal with it. However you deal with it. But 
um yeah i mean they have predicted that this this COVID thing is going to be around for at least 10 years i would assume yeah yeah well, so it's, it's, it's not going anywhere no yeah. people have got to get their heads around what it is that they can do to live their life and also i think to not harm other people that to me that seems fundamental is what what can you do not to harm other people and if that means you don't want to get vaccinated and you want to live your life yeah. then you've got to find ways to live that life that is not going to impact on on other people yeah and the, the problem here is that one of the ways that it does impact on people is if you um are sick and you impose um on the health service that we have here that bed could be taken up by somebody with cancer or we've got a particular issue at the moment with ambulance times and people waiting in ambulances because yeah. there's no beds and 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 that's and that's the issue really it's interesting that uh, some of the lockdowns in europe at the moment are to do with uh you're locked down if you're unvaccinated hmm. which is where the argument is um is about but I, I i don't know i can't i can't see i don't think it will happen here i just don't think our government is that type of um that type of government to be honest regardless of what the conspiracy theorists say yeah uh, it's too hard to p uh, put people in lockdown again it part of me to some degree I, I would say you all had a whole year you had 2020 to figure it out as governments and granted i know things are changing as we go but you know you had a whole year to figure out contingency plans all of this kind of stuff and communicate it with you know the citizens and you know once you let people out and and i do think people did their best last year you know staying at home you know for those months some people couldn't handle it that long but at this point you know you let everybody out you got concerts going on everybody's back to work so you can't like reverse it and tell everybody to go back inside now that's way no, too exactly. hard yeah even i think that would be too too hard i, I was in the office today uh, mm -hmm. we, we weren't, we weren't social distancing or anything like that. We were just getting on with our normal thing. The, the rest of the building and the co-working space, that was all normal. You know, here, I think people have gone, right. It will take something monumental, I think at this point to, to impose a restriction. Well, I mean, and you see what's happening. The, um, the restrictions that they were imposing has led to some violence, which is not good. Yeah. So uh, I think people are kind of at their breaking point and we're just seeing that everywhere. Um, so I, I don't know. Thankfully, I don't run a government, uh, but a <laughs> lot of these governments, uh, they they got this is a hard thing to deal with because you got to deal with vaccines, uh, restrictions, um, mandates on unvaccinated people. And at the same time, you have economic issues, you have labor issues, you have uh you know supply chain issues i mean this is you know this is not a good time to be in charge of something i would assume mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> i don't want to be in charge of anything no like i'm i'm done like you guys can figure this out and hopefully you figure something out but yeah it, it's just kind of crazy what's going on in the world and, and and then on top of that you got all this other stuff at the same time yeah it's too much sometimes it really is too much what else is going on then that's that's in your world well, I mean, unfortunately, you know, when I look at Twitter, there's nothing too great happening. Um, I mean, the American Music Awards happened last night. So oh. BTS got to perform twice. You know, Why? what a nice budget. Well, because they did a song with Coldplay. 
And of then course. they did their own song and then they got album artist of the year, you know, something like that. But it looks like they were just happy because they haven't been on an airplane in almost two years. So good for <laughs> them. Uh, yeah. But we, we also got the Kyle Rittenhouse case. We had a verdict mm. last week where he was found not guilty for shooting some people uh, with an AR-15, which is a very crazy rifle. Um, but he it was not not guilty because of self-defense. So a lot of people have had a lot of takes because you know how we do um, yeah. a lot of takes on this. And what else happened? Um, we had someone who drove into a parade in Wisconsin. And Terrible. today is the kickoff of the closing arguments for the Ahmad Aubrey case. So, and this was a young man who was out jogging and got killed by some off-duty police officer people. So, uh, all of these things that happened last year that kind of kicked off a lot of the Black Lives Movement um, protests are kind of coming back on us right now. So, it's a, everybody seems a little bit tense. And it's Thanksgiving week. So, I mean, what, what, a, what a time, what a time to be tense. Yeah. It, and it's Black Friday week, it's Thanksgiving week. You know, if you're like my family, because we are in town with my parents, we're going to do Christmas and Thanksgiving. And then we have to go buy presents that we don't have. It's just stressful. <laughs> just stressful right now. So, okay. So, remind me, because I could refer back to last year's episode on Thanksgiving and just, <laughs> just, just remind me. Do you buy presents for each other at Thanksgiving or not? No. Uh, no. Thanksgiving is not a present. Well, our family and most families that I know don't exchange presents on Thanksgiving because you do okay. that at Christmas. Okay. But we're going to celebrate Christmas because we're not we're not going to be here for Christmas with my parents. So Yeah. So we're just going to do it early. So you'll take the best bits of of both. Yeah, we'll take we'll take the best bits of both. We are in charge of making macaroni and cheese and homemade bread and I think I'm going to make apple cider. Yeah, spiced apple oh, cider. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. that's lighting the mood. Yeah, lighting <laughs> Talk, the mood. Talking about talking about that, it was getting a little bit, a little bit heavy, a bit of yeah. racial injustice, and yeah. yeah um, it's another day in America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I don't know where we go from here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there there's so many things now. I do have to update you because I know for everybody listening, we were kind of debating what we should talk about and, you know, some of, you know, some of the other crazy things going on, or I can give you the latest update on life in the RV park. Well, I, I, I think we've got to go for life in the RV park, really, because it, it sounds intriguing. Oh my gosh. It has been, it's been very dramatic in the RV park the last few days. Um, and typically there's not a lot going on. These places are really, really quiet. Um, and we're in a particular RV park where most of the people come in in the evening and they're gone in the morning. So you don't have people really staying here for weeks at a time. It, this isn't Florida, you know? Okay. Um, so we, we had some people who came in a few days ago and they're to the right of us. And hang on, I, hang on. Uh -huh. Politically or no, okay, <laughs> no, like physically to the right of us. <laughs> okay, just checking. <laughs> no, physically to the right, um, neighbors of ours. Yeah, and um, oh gosh, I don't even know where I was going now. Uh, so they came in, and one of the most entertaining things for anyone who ever 
um, I guess you guys call it car caravanning over there. Caravanning, yes, camping, car caravanning, yeah, caravanning, camping, RV. The the pastime here is watching people park, and you can literally like stand in your windows for an hour just watching people trying to park their RV perfectly, and you know if they have to back up. I mean, we've been the source of entertainment plenty of times trying to back up, but our neighbors to the right of us, you know, they came in and. It's a, it's a pull through, meaning you can just drive straight through, but they took about 30 minutes just going backwards and forwards, trying to park this RV. Oh, no. And yeah, it was quite entertaining. And after a while, <laughs> I was like, what is going on? And at some point they got, you know, they got into the spot, but they didn't like it because we were in the way of their view. Oh, now. Hang I on, to, uh -huh. they you they got there last. You were there first, right? Yeah, we were. We've been. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. They we were in the way of their view, so you know they had to like back it up again. <laughs> but I have to tell you, there's no view here. It, there's no view. I mean, it's viewing other parking spots, you know. <laughs> so eventually, okay. you know, that took another twenty minutes of backing up, going forward. And when I say backing up and go, literally backing up and going forward. I like Austin Powers. Oh my gosh. It was, I mean, I think we lost about an hour and a half of work just looking out of the window and, and, and they, and I have to tell you, they, they are very grumpy. They were pretty grumpy. Oh. I mean, they were yelling at each other. Oh, so it's no. a couple yeah, yelling at each other. They yelled at the, the attendant at the campground because they didn't like their spot. They got mad because, you know, the spot's too small and these spots are, are huge you know, she was mad, mad about her stairs and then she fell down her stairs. She didn't hurt herself, but uh, it, it, it was just kind of watching some grumpy people and they've been grumpy ever since for the most part. And then eventually, you know, um, she parked her car because this is one of those places where they don't like you to park on the grass. So or on the concrete, you know, like the little pieces they give you where they have a picnic table. So she parked there, kind of got into a little tiffed with the with the um rv park people because she said you know i you told me i couldn't park on the grass you didn't say i couldn't park on the concrete mm -hmm. and it's like oh my gosh calm down eventually <laughs> she went and moved her car but yeah so and that was on the right side of us now on the left side there was another couple <laughs> and and you know and like i said entertainment just watching people park so there's this thing that a lot of people do and i, I don't know if i'm going to be able to describe it well but just imagine you have some uh, like square boards, you know, made out of wood. For some yeah, people, yeah. people like to park their RVs on these small pieces of wood, try to get all of the tires on them. Um, it's like usually four tires, but they're trying yeah. to do this with a heavy duty truck and trying to stop on a dime. So for 30 minutes, this guy just went back and forth, not being able to park on the little square boards because... As soon as you put the brakes on and, you know, the car rolls just a little bit, it would move backwards. Then he went <laughs> forward. Then it went backwards. So him and the wife, they started yelling at each other. So eventually she gets in the car to try it. She messes up. He starts yelling at her. And then she just walks away. And he kept going backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. And so we're just watching this. And Dustin said eventually, uh, you know, he was like, I hope they are not here for one night with all of this work that they were doing. And of course... <laughs> The next day they were gone by nine o'clock so uh, so yeah this is how we entertained ourselves a couple of days ago <laughs> because you know because you're sitting here working and it you know it's like what is going on yeah uh, so we had the parking incident 
hopefully everybody is keeping up with whatever's going on here in the RV park. And then last night, which is an unfortunate event. So this is, it's crazy. I don't know if it's, it probably doesn't have a lot of humor into it, but there was a dog attack. One of the, what? yeah. So somebody was walking their dog <laughs> and somebody else's dog was either off leash or they got out of their RV. So it's two big dogs against another mm. big dogs, so a German shepherd. And so, so we're just sitting here and you just hear like screaming and dog yeah. barking. And eventually we went outside because to figure out what's going on. And I so said, you have the whole neighborhood out there. And eventually the guy whose dog got attacked, he got away. But the neighbors of the people who had the attacking dogs, they called the cops. That guy who owned that RV was upset, started yelling. It, all I saw was somebody with a shirt off. I don't know if they were going to be fighting in the street. You know, um, it was like, like, wow, this is way too dramatic. So two cop yeah. cars showed up. Eventually we went back inside because it's like, you know what? I don't want to be a part of this. Um, but we did notice, I think they took off in the middle of the, in the, middle of the night. Oh, through embarrassment. So, well, you probably need to leave because um, <laughs> we don't know the result of the other dog. Because if the dog got bit, you're mm. in trouble and you oh, might, okay. you know, your dog might be taken away from you. So I don't know what the result is when the police came, but they took off and we're back to being quiet now. We're back to being quiet. But yeah, it has been like extra dramatic, like way too dramatic here. But um, entertaining. Oh my gosh, it's way entertaining. Um, and it, it got a little entertaining before we left Florida because there the neighbors <laughs> were very nosy. So they want to know everything about you. I mean, uh, so you have to kind of like stay inside to avoid them. <laughs> is, isn't one of the, the luxuries of being in an RV that you can just up sticks and, and leave? If you don't like something yes. or something happens, you can just disappear. That's yes. like being on the road. Okay. You can do so, that. So, do, do you think that this lifestyle attracts certain people where that where that is needed? Well, oh, oh, that's a very interesting one. Um, you know, it, it attracts so many different people. So mainly it always attracted older people, retirees who want to go down to Florida in their big old buses and things like that. Um, now you have people with families. And then, you know, or our grandparents with their grandkids, you know, that are visiting. But now you have a lot of younger people who are doing this, you know, and working kind of like Dustin and I. Um, and then you also have people who live in these RVs permanently. So this is their right. home and they don't leave. Uh, so you get quite a, a very interesting element of people. Um, when we're in Florida, you have people who are there trying to pay off debt, you know, wanted to do the tiny home living type thing. And then you got people who just got a lot of money and they're retired. So they're just going down and partying, you know, for six months and they go back home. So, okay. Yeah. It's, that, um, I mean, that's only like three categories of people there. there. There must be, there must be more. Are there people that, what about people who, I don't know, have come into money, like they've won a lottery or they've won a prize of an RV and now that allows them to lead this lifestyle that they're, that they're not used to are they the people with the dogs i i don't know i don't know if the uh if anybody's ever won an rv <laughs> oh really um, oh they give them away all the time here oh really i mean yeah i i don't know if they give them away here one you have to have a truck or something to pull one 
because uh, you, I guess they're they're so light and tiny, you can um, pull them with a car, right? What in, in this country? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. the big the big ones. There's there's like well I guess you'd call them trailers really, but they 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 stay there like they're static static caravans. But yeah. the ones the other ones that aren't anywhere near as nice as yours, um, <laughs> they would just be pulled by a normal. A normal car yeah i don't know i don't maybe people give them away but that's a lot to give away considering you have to go buy an expensive truck to tow the thing well they, they um, don't care about that that's your that's your problem you figure you figure yeah, it out you, true, you've, you've won an rv for god's sake you know what i mean there are the people who for the for the most part if you are trying to get out of debt or you're trying to save money it this lifestyle does attract those people because it is it is so much cheaper to mm. to live in this than you know paying rent or, right. or in a house i mean yeah um the place that we were in in tampa is 500 dollars a month and it comes with water sewage and cable and um eventually um if you stay like more than 21 28 days you your electricity gets metered so you have to pay for that yourself but for the most part you're in a place for 500 bucks a month right which okay. is really cheap yeah. Uh, you know, and and of course, and it can get higher based on you know if you go to like really upscale locations. But um, I get the impression that the people who had the the dogs that weren't controlled were probably slightly younger. I don't know. Okay. Maybe maybe they were doing this because you know because they can and want to save money. Um, you had a lot of people who started RVing last year because of the pandemic. So right. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to say who who comes to this lifestyle. Some of the older people aren't liking the new people because you know they're taking uh, up space, yeah. and so now they're they going understand. back. And, yeah, and they're buying houses now because they're just mad at all these young kids. Uh, do you know? I think the one thing that we're learning from doing this show is that you that you you generations need and will always disagree and fight and hate each other's way of doing yes. things. <laughs> exactly doesn't matter what scenario they will will. yeah it sounds it sounds to me like the gen z rvers if that whatever you call yourself i don't know (laughs) um are kind of like disrupting the market a bit here they're plonking themselves into a position they feel entitled to have the view that they want they they can't stick to the the old rules and conventions where doris and ernie who've been in an RV for for sixty years, get the priority slot with the greatest view. You know, did, stuff did that. Did and Ernie though? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> Ernie sounds Ernie sounds an American name, not so Doris. <laughs> maybe Doris. Maybe Doris uh, kind of like met Ernie as a GI and then eloped <laughs> with Ernie stateside. Okay, we'll we'll go with that. But you, uh, but. I can see how the older generations would have a lot of hate for the younger generations, but I also see how getting younger people into these RV parks have forced these RV parks to do way better than what they have, you know, actually getting Wi-Fi that works instead of just enough to read one email a day. Uh, (laughs) That is nice. Yeah. You you know, being able to book online it is so hard before the pandemic to book a spot at an RV park because they don't do online stuff. You have to do a phone call and wait for, you know, Doris's daughter to answer, you know, the one hour she was at the desk. 
or you have to leave a voicemail. And then some of them were so old school. Just leave your name and your credit card on the voicemail and we will charge you. It's oh, wow. like, come on, people. So, really? Are you going to the right RV parks then? I'm, I'm telling you the technology has been so old in the majority of them. So wow. I think the pandemic forced them to do some things a whole lot better. I mean, in one sense, though, in one sense, though, if you're on the road, if you want to live that nomadic lifestyle, surely you don't want to be tied to the World Wide Web. So why would they invest in that kind of thing? Well, th well, if well, they've all, always targeted older people and yeah. there was no mm. Internet and they are the later taker uppers of the Internet. But if you got young people who are still working, you're going to have to you're going to have to do something. I suppose the the next generation cometh uh, in their RV with their with their Wi-Fi and iPads. Yeah, and you can definitely tell the generational gap here um, because the older people still put out like portable satellites so that they can watch, you know, whatever Fox News channel uh, they have instead of on the Wi-Fi. Yeah, streaming. Oh, way way too much. So you could definitely tell the moment they get there, um, they pull out a flagpole and their satellite dish. <laughs> <laughs> okay what is what is the worst type of person at an rv park then you've, you've talked about a few different sets of people who's the absolute worst i'm gonna go with the people with the confederate flags okay <laughs> i'm gonna go with those people first <laughs> straight in there okay yeah and yeah and there are a lot of those depending on where it is yeah uh, uh florida florida kind of reminded me of, okay. of that life uh yeah you, you get used to not seeing that and then you come back to florida and alabama like oh okay kind of didn't forget but just a reminder of where i am um the other people who are the worst are probably the people who park on the grass it reminds oh. me of people who park in their front yards it's weird <laughs> especially when there's like signs like don't park in the grass and then they park right in the grass Oh, okay. Do you yeah. know what would happen if that happened in this country? What? People would go. <sighs> well, it's the same. It. It's the same at the RV park, but they have so many people driving around looking that they'll come and get you eventually. Like my sister came to visit while we were here in Birmingham and she parked behind ours and like within 10 minutes, somebody called. You can only have one car in your spot. Like, oh, did not oh. know that. They're just watching you. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask whether there's any difference between RV parks in the southeast of the country where there's a lot of Confederate flags and maybe other places like California or a bit further north or anything northeast? Or they not um, <laughs> I saw some Confederate flags when we went northeast, too. So I, oh. and I'm not saying there's a lot of them, but you you will see the you know, you see the folks um, who partake in that life. Um, not really as far as the people go you'll start to see more RV parks that are probably a little less nice. Um, and you'll see people who are full-time living. So you'll see a lot more of that. Um, also going out West, the parks, you just don't get as many parks that are really, really nice, you know, with trees and nice views and things like that. Uh, San Diego, you get very tight spots where literally you can lean over out of your window and lick your neighbor but you're right on the water so you kind of have okay. to decide what you want now when you get to florida um it's all like gated community so you'll have like motor coach only 
um, spots. And these are just for the big, you know, nice buses, the half million dollar buses. Um, and so you can't take a trailer in or anything like that. Uh, so you'll get nicer spots with your own grill, your fireplace. You know, uh, we were in a place in Arizona where Aspen had her own little doggy area and with her own tree and we had oranges, uh, no lemons. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so some of the places cater more to the resort people, which is going to be Arizona and Florida. Um, when you get in the middle of the country, it's literally like a truck stop. Sometimes mm. you just get in, close your doors, close the windows and then leave. Wow. Yeah. So what is obviously you're, you're sort of slowly steering towards going back to Colorado. Yeah. And you go in various other places. So do you, do you intend to remain with this lifestyle forever well we've been having huge conversations about that and we it may not be necessarily be this lifestyle but we have talked about downsizing and going full-time in here um, preparing for the next adventure journey mm. and i think you know Excellent. what that is yeah well i'll be there yeah so <laughs> so it, in order to prepare for the next adventure we will probably have to go full-time in the rv until we're you know until we can get get on the water yeah. yeah well look don't turn into those sorts of people okay that you've just described oh, don't, God. I, angry people don't, angry people you know, don't set aspen onto people you know don't do like dog fighting and betting oh. on who's gonna win and stuff like that oh you gosh know? yeah <laughs> you know it doesn't it, it it doesn't end well um but, well, that's like being in the trailer park. So that's like the thin line of the RV park versus yeah. the trailer park. Well, yeah. But there must there must be some similarities, surely. You, you know what? There are similarities if you have people who are there permanently. And the place yeah. we were in in Naples was kind of, it was a mix between RV park and trailer park. Okay. Yeah. So okay. It, it, was, it was very different, but it was cozy. Mm. It was nice. Everybody knew everything about you there. <laughs> everything make, make sure you draw draw the blind well they know you when you're the when you're walking your dog and all kinds of things so yeah um you, no one would be able to steal your stuff in that place okay well that's good yeah you know, mm. you know older people are kind of nosy i've noticed well thank you for <laughs> filling us in on rv life and the drama that, that goes along with it there's uh, um, um i think you need to keep a close eye on what goes on there and report oh, back on the we'll continuing see. story in the next episode. Oh, I think we'll do that. Hopefully it'll be calm, but you never know. The the, the road trip isn't over yet. <laughs> well, look, have a great Thanksgiving. Happy oh, Thanksgiving thanks. or whatever it is that you say. Over Happy there. Thanksgiving to you too. Thanks very much. I shan't even remember. We'll be preparing for Black Friday. That's what we'll be doing. Ah, uh, yeah. So, but thanks. That's capitalism. Know, that's capitalism. But Happy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners and everybody who supported us over the last year. This has been cool. Yeah. All right. See you next time. See ya. Part of the Like Mind Media Network.